Hey, I'm Steve Okers with obviously the Steve Okers Group in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And this is our market update. Market update, it is now November. And we just got done talking about Christmas. I am a Christmas guy. I really like the holidays. So, you know, just for anybody that wants to know, Christmas music is out and it's okay, for me at least. Um, we have some, you know, Scrooges in the office that don't agree with me this morning, but that's okay. Let's get into the market data. So market data, November, and obviously we're talking about the data for October that came out that Big Kev behind the camera put together for us. Um, this stuff is just great. Thank you, Kevin. I just, when we came up with this idea early on this year, uh, I didn't realize how this data would play out and how fun it is. Um, the, the data is not fun, actually, <laughs> at all. The, the market's not fun, but the data is the data, and so that's what we go through. So the uh, title of this one would be, I would say, the market lags, whatever happens now. So we think of a real estate market in October. Really, whatever happens in October really is from a three to six months before it, right? So we in the real estate business always say the activity I do today equals my paycheck or opportunity three to six months down the line, right? And that is so true with almost everything in the market. A buyer calling me today usually does not finalize a transaction on a, on a fast transaction, yes, 30 days, but majority of the time it's three, six months, even a year out. So the activity I do today or the phone call I get today or the listing appointment I have today doesn't always equal a transition to next month's data. Some can, um, some things move faster, but um, what I would just tell you is a lot of the information or the data that we've been talking about in sort of seeing in end of July, beginning of August, September is now showing its ugly head in October, right, Kevin? It's, it's some gnarly stuff. So we'll just go through it and talk about like where it's at and and yeah, that's just what we do. So um, what we saw is everything across the board, Kevin, that you've put out here is at least 20% or more down, right? When I say down, that means inventory sales compared to last year this time, compared to this time, compared to the five-year average, everything is 20% off of last year's this time or the five-year running averages. So um, the first sheet you would see if you download this and you get a copy of it is we are 26% down um, in the amount of sales this month compared to last month, 26%, right? Um, what, what that shows us, we have been running since the beginning of this year, sort of the six, seven, 11, seven, five, we have been down in transactions uh, throughout the year, but this is the biggest jump in that situation over last year this time. So it's, it's pretty significant. And again, why are we seeing that? It's because three months ago, the real big interest rates were what hit. I was out with happy hour with some clients. They closed it on their house about four months ago. And I just was like, hey, remind me, what was your interest rate? And they said, our interest rate was 5%. Um, and they did a pretty low down program. So that was a little higher than probably average. They were thrilled with that 5%, right? Compared to now. Um, but at the same time, they're also talking about buying an investment property right now. So things will still continue just because rates are higher. 
they said, well, we understand that, but when are we ever going to get a, an opportunity to buy still? Like, we don't think that this is going to last. We still think that the values are low, which I completely agree. Residential sales month over month, five-year average. This one, too, 24% compared to the five-year average of sales this month. So if you take five years of Octobers and you compare them to this October, we're 24% down in sales. So I could just keep going with these, right? Um, uh, one, the year-to-date closed transactions were down 9% this month compared to last year this month. But what's interesting is we probably are going to be 10 to 12% off in total sales, maybe more. Why is that significant? Um, when I was on the board of the Realtor Association, we would always say, yeah, the market's up or down, values are up and down, but generally speaking, transactions stayed the same. So for one, two, three, four, for the last five years, we were within a couple hundred transactions one way or the other, either plus or minus. That's not that big a deal, right? But being a thousand houses or, uh, a, yeah, a thousand houses below, that's significant. That started the beginning of the year with a no inventory, with the low interest rates, and now I think it's a combination of affordability and inventory. So inventory is still an issue because there now is the affordability issue. So why would I move from my 3.5% interest rate home to a 7% interest rate home and bigger or smaller. Either way, my cost just went up significantly, so I'm no longer interested in moving. I will just stick this one out for a while, right? So you're gonna have the inventory issues next year, which will uh, drive pricing, which is the interesting part. We're down 26%, right, Kevin? We said that 26% for this month in sales, but we're up 3% in pricing? like. The volume went up 3% if I'm reading this right. So we sold more expensive houses or the houses total was worth more this month even though we were 26% less sales. Well, and that's why the Fed is doing all the crazy crap they're doing, right? With adding the interest rate because they're trying to tamper the market, right? Which they did in October. They've definitely tampered it. We're quiet. It's quieter than what it should be, which you see. We're not doing as many transactions, but the prices are still high, which is why they're still f freaking out about inflation, right? That prices are still really high, even though they've basically made our market not a market anymore. Like they've, they've cut the opportunities because affordability is getting tighter. So I could go on a rant about that, but you know, that's next level. I'm not really an economist, so I should be careful of what I'm saying. Um, medium price per home uh, square footage continues to go down. Um, number of pendings are down. Um, I did like Kev, uh, so anyone that really is a data geek, um, this stuff is really great that Kevin's doing, um, and if you print it out in color or look at it in your screen in color, he's done a, a new thing this, did you, this is right, like I catch this. So he changed the color of the Octobers for the years past, so you can really see the trend line over the October, so the average price of list, uh, last list price. So we're down again this month, but we're sh if I look at it, we were down every October. So it's kind of cool to be like, well, yeah, sure, it's October. So then you start seeing the seasonality put in it. But this sheet is really fascinating. Um, and Kevin, maybe you could just throw up this sheet as a, as a one. Um, what it shows is month over month since January of 2018 to now, in 
you know, 2018 was a great year to buy and sell. Average interest rates, I think, were like at four, four and a half, maybe even five. And, and you didn't have 100% of value. There was times, you know, in this October, it was 99%, and we're at 100.7%. So these two peaks are not realistic, right? These two peaks are by because of the, the pandemic and because of the government's printing money and ultimately creating low interest rates, right? So that's what they're trying to correct now. They made an unrealistic thing happen for two years straight with low interest rates where prices went crazy um, because people had extra money because they gave them extra money and because of the interest rate down. So they've got to get a, what they're trying to do is getting us back to here, right? So here is not a bad thing. The question just is, did they take it too far or are they going too far to correct the two years of the mess up before? It's interesting how the government messes with stuff and then it's a mess three years in a row. But that's again, it's election day. I got to be careful, Kev. I don't want to go anywhere with that. Um, I, you know, we don't talk politics here, but we do talk economy and we do talk about selling homes. And so the government is messing with money before. They're trying to correct their messing with money before, which is creating a weird market. So the goal and the hope really for us is next year 2023 is to find some stability right i would hope that our world or our real estate market would become what we would say is stable enough homes to sell enough buyers in the market to buy them um, people calm down and create an affordable uh, purchase price and can buy the home that they need and want can sell the home they need and want and we can get to a stable place which we have not been stable for a very long time um, so anyways, to wrap it up, we're 20% down on everything. Um, we're hoping to find stability next year. Um, and there is some nice trends just to say that that could come into play. Um, you know, yeah, mortgage interest rates are way high, but they're saying they could go higher, right? So last month I went on a rant about it's always a good time to buy and that's what real estate agents talk about i might need to correct that like i think it could be a good time to buy kevin did another graph and he helped me with some an infograph right that talked about the advantage of buying now compared to the advantage of buying six months ago six months ago you would have needed probably about 70 grand in that starter market to really get the house with putting uh, appraisal gaps on, putting 20% down, you name it. Now you really can buy a house with 5% down and not have the appraisal gap and get an inspection to make sure the house is in good working order and maybe even ask for a repair. We didn't ask for repairs the last two years. Take it or leave it is what, the, what we would say. Um, so yeah, your interest rate or payment is gonna be higher but you're probably gonna make more money over the next couple of years in your job. Um, and so if you're looking to buy or sell, I guess it is always a good time if that's what you need to do in life. And there's always an advantage or disadvantage in that season that we're in. Um, it's just making sure that you're making a long-term plan for yourself. So I would just make sure that if you're meeting with us or meeting with another agent, it doesn't really matter. Um, we'd obviously love to meet with you, but but take the time to look at your full financial health. 
what are your goals in life? When we were meeting with a young couple yesterday for happy hour, which was fun, I kind of like happy hour meetings. Um, it really was about where do you want to go and what does this mean, right? Are you looking for short-term money, long-term money? You've got a little bit extra cash and you're trying to decide what to do with it. And just even talking about, are you using it for your Roth IRAs? What are you doing financially to set yourselves up? First and foremost, then how are we building LLCs? What are we buying that makes sense? Um, not everything makes sense to everybody, but I think that housing and homes are just that. I started this video talking about the holidays. Holidays can be tough for people. Houses can be tough for people. But in general, the hope is that your home is a place of safety. That's what we sell. That's what we get to enjoy with you when you buy and sell. Thanks, I'm Steve Okers. This was November's update on October's data. Behind the camera is Big Cav and in front of the screen with the data, I just get to talk about it. Thanks guys, see ya.